Welcome to Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal Walker. Let's talk. Let me tell you something that I think is fascinating. When I watch the Nature Channel, I love to see camouflage animals. I think they are the coolest things. I'm talking about those animals who have developed a special ability where they change their coloration as their surroundings change. They blend in so well with their environment, you can hardly tell they are there. This is actually a survival technique for most animals. They pull out this camouflage when they fear they are going to be attacked. And you can imagine that it can be hard to survive in the wild, and a skill like this can come in handy. I think it's pretty cool that an animal has the capability to change their appearance and blend in so they won't stick out and be noticed. And if you think about it, as Christians, we can become masters at camouflaging blending in with our environment, pretending to be something we're not so we won't stick out and be noticed. And let's be honest, it can be easier to blend in. It can be easy to join in on the gossip with your friends at work or even at church. It can be easy to cheat and cut corners because that's what everyone else is doing in the office or at school. But I want you to see that if we're Christ followers, we're called not to blend in, but to stick out, be set apart, be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. In fact, in John 15, Jesus says we're supposed to be so different from the world that they ought to hate us. Verse 18 in John 15 says, if the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. So Jesus says that if the world hated you, don't trip out, don't pout because they hated me first. So if the world hated Jesus in every way possible, do we think that we as his followers are going to be loved by the world? No. Verse 19 says, if you were of the world, the world would would love its own but because you are not of the world but I chose you out of the world because of this the world hates you see the reason why the world doesn't love us is because the moment we became believers our citizenship changed the scripture said Jesus chose us out of the world so we were chosen he handed picked us out of darkness so we are no longer citizens of the world we are citizens of heaven Philippians 3.20 says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. See, the world only likes folks that talk like them, that think like them, that act like them. But when someone who has the light of Jesus Christ shines light on their sin and on their need for a Savior, they hate them. It's just like sports fans. Let's take a Dallas Cowboy fan for an example. All of the Dallas Cowboy fans love each other because they're all rooting for the same team. They all agree with one another. They're all on the same side. But the moment one of those fans say, um, actually, I'm going to another team. I'm going to be a Redskins fan. Those Cowboy fans are going to have a fit. They're going to hate them. It makes sense that the world would hate us because we're not on their team. And actually, being hated is a good thing. It lets you know that you are on the right team. Some of you may say, I hear you, Crystal, but I have not been experiencing this hatred that the Bible is talking about. Well, if that's true, it might be because the world cannot tell that you're on a different team. I want you to answer these three questions. It's a quick test to determine if you're blending in with the world or if you're standing out. Question number one, 
Would your friends, your co-workers, classmates be surprised to know that you are a Christian and that you go to church? See, your friends should not be surprised that you are a Christian. When they find out, they should be like, ah, that makes sense. I knew something was different about you. Question number two, have you become comfortable with sin? So I'm assuming that you're not surrounded by Christians all the time. Hopefully you're rubbing shoulders with non-believers. So when it comes to your circle of friends, and all the other environments God has placed you in. Does sin bother you? Do you feel uncomfortable when your friends start gossiping? Does it bother you when your friends talk about sleeping around? When you look at the sin around you, there should be some sort of ache in your heart. There should be some type of tension that should make you feel a little uncomfortable. Your heart should ache for their salvation and sanctification. Do you love them enough to hate their sin? Romans 12:9 actually says, that is a marker for sincere love. Verse 9 says, don't pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. When we tolerate the sin of people around us, we're not loving them well. Question number three, has anyone asked you why? See, your life should be so intriguing to a non-believer. It should cause them to ask you some questions like, hey, why didn't you get revenge on that person that treated you badly? Or why didn't you fudge your numbers like everyone else did? First Peter 3.15 says to always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. I gave you a lot to think about today and, and some of you may be guilty of blending in and camouflaging. My hope for you is that if you fall in this category, that the Holy Spirit would pierce your heart in a way that you would grieve over your sin and repent to receive forgiveness from God. And some of you guys just need to be reminded that you are not a citizen of this world. And when you encounter hatred, it's simply because you're on the right team. You're on the winning side. God, may we stand out and be the salt and the light of the earth. In Jesus' name, amen.